this Welcome everybody to part two of Monday Night Live with Derek Arden and Esther Stanhope. Time is such a problem these days. In fact, it's the scarcest resource we've got. We never get chance to uh, get some more time in our lives. We get chance to get money and everything else, but never the time. So time is the most precious thing. Today, I've got Esther Stanhope, BBC producer with me, and she is going to lead a session on tips to avoid time jacking. Welcome, Esther. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And the reason why we're talking about time jacking this evening is because on this very show, we were having a little chat in the water cooler after we pressed stop record a couple of months back. And we were talking about people how can you tell when you have a time waster? This is to do with leadership, this is to do with business, this is to do with negotiation, this is to do with being savvy with your time. And if you, if you work for yourself or you run a business, time is very, very valuable because we are now living in a very time poor um, society, aren't we? Um, and so how do you know when you've got a time waster and I and I shared a story last time I've got a couple of time wasters this time I shared a story about somebody that wanted to talk and talk they wanted me to work with them and it was it was a great client and he wanted my ideas and of course I love talking as Tim Durkin um, will, will share with you I'm the one that needs to have decaffeinated coffee you know somebody wants my to listen to my ideas great however health warning you know, how many ideas should I be giving away? So we had a really good discussion. I'm going to ask you what your thoughts are on this um, in a few moments. But do you ever find yourself giving away your time or people stealing your time? At what point are they time jacking you? At what point are they time wasters? Um, I've got a couple of things have happened to me recently since that show. There has been there's been another incident where Somebody just kept changing the date and changing. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be 45 minutes late. Now, I'm quite a chilled out person. Well, I think I am. But actually, is that acceptable? At the last minute, changing the time, changing the date, leaving you waiting. How valuable is your time? And how do you know when somebody is a time waster? So what I'd really like to know is, have you ever come face to face with a time waster? You don't have to name names on this live show, but how do we know? How do we spot a time waster? So before we go into our breakout rooms, Derek, do you think you know what a time waster is? How do you spot a time waster? Well, I think one of the important things is when you're a consultant, if they're wasting too much of your time and trying to get as much information out of you as possible is to ask for an advance. Uh, and that takes a bit of nerve. And I work with some clients and help them do that because that's all part of the negotiation system. So when they start using up too much of your time, then clearly you need to start getting paid up front. Yes. That, so, but, so you think yeah. don't give away too much information in one call, like keep it, keep it, keep the time down to a, a limited time, like 30 minute, 30 minute call or something like that. I think 30 minutes is enough before you start start to asking to be paid and see yeah. if they're prepared to pay you. Because if they're not, then unless you're getting a lot out of it yourself, it's a win-lose. 
Yes. So so the question is, and we're going to go into short breakout rooms um, today and then we're going to share our stories again and our tips. I'm going to, I want to leave a, a lot of time so we can share that afterwards. So we're going to do the, you know, the drill, guys. It's, it's networking, virtual water cooler breakout rooms again. I think we're going to use the same rooms as before, Derek. Is that right? Yep. Great. So the question is, how do you spot a time waster and have you come across one? What's your story of Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. Time Waster? Um, that's what we're going to discuss after the breakout room. Seven minutes. See you in seven minutes. They're open. And we can pause the record there. Go for it. Yep. And if you, are you, have you pressed? Okay, welcome everybody back from the uh, chat rooms and the breakout rooms. <laughs> and back to you, Esther Stanhope. Thank you so much, Derek. And if you if you're watching a recording of this, you can press you can press pause at any time and have a chat with the person watching or have a chat with yourself. So we were talking about how do you spot a time waster? I need to know because I think I'm giving away my time too willingly. So hands up. You can physically put your hands up if you if you um, if you want to share what you um talked about in the chat also please even if you do share with your hands up please will you write a couple of comments in the chat because we are going to um save the chat and put some of the, your the best quotes together and the tips so how do you spot a time waster have you come face to face with a time waster and godfrey i think you've got a, a comment haven't you and chantelle does as well so we'll go to godfrey first then chantelle and then alex have you got a time waster story great so godfrey first Godfrey, first of all, how was your chat room? How was your breakout room today? Yeah, it was great. And I want to jump in first and thank Jill for helping me with a problem that's occurred twice recently. Is that Jill uh, English? <laughs> Jill English. Jill, okay, everyone give Jill a round of applause, please. Jill, Jill, un unmute for one second. We're gonna, we're gonna give you a, a 20 second bit of glory here. Jill, yeah. unmute yourself for a second. And I'm sure we've all faced this situation, but uh, I work for two or three organisations and recently uh, time is precious and you get the facilitator or the person who wants to organise a meeting saying, uh, what is your availability like in the week after next? And mm. I go back and say, I'm okay on uh, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, but I need to know within 24 hours. And then <laughs> I never hear. And Jill, of course, said, Godfrey, you're missing the second part. Scarcity is the first part, but give a reason. And it's something as bland as because I have two other valuable clients and I need to answer and get them booked in as quickly as possible or whatever it may be. And it right, was, so scarcity. It was scarcity. a simple solution. So it's scarcity plus a reason. So Jill, um, a quick a quick word from you, Jill. Is that do you think that's one of the best? ways to get round a time waster? Uh, it was just what occurred to me and I thought this is Derek's show, Cialdini, scarcity, because it's got to work. <laughs> Great, excellent. Thank you, Jill, that's brilliant. Chantelle, let's, let's go to you next and then Alex Kent, we're coming to you after Chantelle. So have you come face to face with a time waster? Um, yes, well, I, I had an interesting experience, example, I was talking to a client last week, and she'd driven an hour and a half to go and have a conversation, go and have a meeting with a potential client. What she hadn't done is had a proper conversation with him before she booked the meeting. So she went through this half day meeting with him, 
gets to the end of it and he basically said i haven't got i haven't got a budget to spend on your services so she'd done this hour and a half to drive three or four hour meeting then she had an hour and a half to drive back and she's not giving him as a client and she hadn't actually thought to say to him up front what's your budget you know how or even how how interested are you how committed this guy wants to sell his business and he doesn't want to spend any money on ha- having somebody help him do it so my advice to her was have the commitment and the money conversation before you even get in the car or before you offer to have a proper zoom conversation with somebody that is a that is a really good tip is any does anyone want to add to that Eva I can see you nodding your head and Tim a quick addition Eva you'll unmute yourself yes real fast when it comes to time uh, I this is where this is the ABCs of real estate world you never ask anybody when is a good time for you to meet you give them two options yes two the two options oh that's great and if none of this work now at least we're starting this conversation when we should be meeting they will come up with a third option even if you have nothing to do you just give them two options because it's the same scarcity mentality i'm so busy those are the times i have available and if you come back with a third option well, I may be able to squeeze you in. And I even advise my brokers to say, well, tell them if I move a few things around, I should be able to make it. Great. Make sure that the other side understands that time is of the essence. Absolutely. Just don't give away your, your time willy-nilly. And, and I, I have somebody who helps me with my diary because oh, I'm so busy and I've got such scarce time. But actually, yes. when she gives out times, she used to give about six options like my whole diary is hold, 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 hold. I said, don't tell them I don't tell them I've got eight holds. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I'm busy. Remember, I, I actually really am busy, but you know, I don't, I don't want to just pack in loads of loads of calls. So, so I said, look, never more than three. Only ever give three ex- examples. But maybe and always cap make- your meetings. Always cap your meetings. Don't tell them that we're going to meet at ten thirty. Let everybody know how much time you have. You can yes. always be flexible, right? Again, I will, you know, I can squeeze things around and make up yeah. phone calls and we can stay longer. But you have yeah. to give yourself that opportunity for out. If this is turning into something, it, it shouldn't be turning into. Eva, thank you so is, much. Tim, Tim had a quick addition to the, to the, yes, to the I learned well. a line a long time ago from somebody that when you're, when somebody meets you and they want your advice, there's that getting to know each other and then there's that moment where they start asking for free advice. And the, the line is, this is beginning to feel and sound like a lot, a lot like consulting. Would it be okay <laughs> if I started the clock now? Oh, I mean, who, who, has, who has the audacity to say that? I don't think I could say oh, it. It, it, works, I it works, I could say it it. works like a Wigley charm. Mark Wigley is laughing. He's got an icon laughing. I don't know if I could say that. Would you believe me if I said that? This sounds oh, oh, absolutely. like- I, I, you, you, in my mind, would elevate as a pre- professional because yeah. you're very proud of your time. And you of know course. you're calling me on my game. Yeah. Because I was trying to get some free advice. And you say, this is beginning to feel a lot like consulting as opposed to relationship building. Yeah, I mean, a couple of times, I've had a couple of people ask me, oh, can you review my videos as a kind of favor? And quite often, you know, depending on who it is and who's, if it's maybe a client has introduced me to them or it's kind of like a favor. And oh, yeah, can you look at my videos? Well, that's going to take time. And that's actually using my expertise. So occasionally I might say, well, you know, people pay me... 7,000 pounds to do that, you know, 
<laughs> to make yeah. it very clear that I, I would get paid a lot of money um, by Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as you are not Goldman's, um, you know, but, but I think it's really important to show the value of what you would give away. So Alex Kent, you've been waiting patiently about um, the value of time and people time. Yeah, so uh, two things. One is um, again, just underscoring what you said, keep control of your own diary. Don't let other people put Ooh. in there without you uh, feeling that it's worthwhile. That's the first yes. thing. The second thing is actually um, you can spot the time wasters by the people who are not respectful with your time. So the example I gave was um, I went to see somebody, you know, uh, about poten potentially hiring a venue and we'd agreed a time, let's say it was 10.30 a.m. Um, I went to the venue, there was a coffee shop, I had a coffee and it got to sort of 20 to 11 and nobody had showed up. So I went to the reception again and said, look, you know, meeting somebody can you make sure they're still coming to see me yeah i'll pass a message on another five ten minutes goes by nothing happens so i went to the reception and said right look if they don't show up in the next two or three minutes i'm going i'm going and i think sometimes you have to do that you you, you know you can't let people take um liberties with your time you know uh, hey liberties know. it's a liberty and the other thing has anyone noticed this do you find sometimes it's not the high-end clients it's actually the people that aren't that professional the people that are going to pay you the least amount of money that are the biggest time wasters and actually the, the very professional people are the ones that don't squander your time I had one client who wanted a quick chat to do this whole leadership program he was in LA really busy busy and we literally had like an 18 minute zoom conversation then you got you need to talk to them talk to them and it was like boom 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 we want one-to-one -one this one-to-one -one. could you also do a master class it was like it was like one of my biggest gigs of the year and we had an 18 minute chat i thought wow that was that was worth 18 minutes <laughs> um, yes, uh, three, three things i want to just pick up very quickly yes. um Jill mentioned Gildini, absolutely right. Scarcity principle, we're always busy. We've only got a couple of slots in our diary, that works. Secondly, it was Ellen Langer, the uh, psychologist at Harvard that came up with the word because it was used in the photocopy machine when they used the word because it qualified why you needed it. And it didn't matter what followed the word because, but people got 50% 50, 50 more compliance. <laughs> Tim Durkin, I'm not sure I've got the nerve. I think that might be a bit on the uh, more on the side of Texas. This is feeling like a consultancy. <laughs> on this side of the Atlantic. I this is feeling a bit like consultancy to me. Can I bet you say that to, to all the ladies. <laughs> Tim's question is a very good one because it's, uh, and, and Derek should recognize this, it's a trial close. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a trial close. Oh, tell close. me. A trial close. You're going to find out if they're push something out there and, and just say your t question again, Tim. It was, I feel we've got I, to the I, point. I, I, I'm beginning to feel, yeah. or this is beginning to sound more like consulting as opposed to a chat. Uh, a chat. So it's a trial um, close. Is it okay because, if I start the clock now? So it's a, it's a yes or no answer to that. So Tim is yep. testing, can I now start the clock? Of course, they could say no. But then at least you, you're not wasting time going forward. 
Alex, yeah. that's yeah. exactly the point. You've, you're getting it to a, a situation where it's either a yes or a no. And Esther, when I was on the show when you had this discussion a few months ago, yes, and there was this chap that kept using up your time, time and time again. Yeah. Just, what do I do? That is exactly what you should have done. But what? Yeah. How, did that, how did that play out though in the end? Yeah, well, I, I haven't got the gig yet, but I have been passed on to some. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm so embarrassed because I actually did go back and just rekindle the, the when, when the emails because of this. I thought I have to go and I've got to have something to show for this. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely a relationship there. There's somebody else now who's become my handler, right. who who seems to be a bit more on, on top of things. But however, they just, it's one of those large organizations that I just don't know what to do, Mark. I mean, but so they, I'm, you well, know. Esther, you, I can see that you might benefit from some coaching here. <laughs> <laughs> but Esther, the point is that if, if the answer is now no, sad as that may, may be, at least you've got to the end. Yes, yeah, yeah, but they won't say <laughs> it. And maybe I should just ask a yes, yes or no. Question. If you come on this show six months time and you still haven't got it, that answer. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. answer. Do a, do a trial close. I like that. I like that. The trial closed. But I, what I like is, do you think we should start the clock now? I like that, Tim. That is so sneaky. And backdate it six months. It's like, no, no, it's beginning it, it, to feel a lot like Christmas. Yep, <laughs> Shall yep. we start the clock now? Uh, and I have a phrase, especially in business development. Please give me a no so I can go get a yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Tim. I, I'm going to use that. Can I Give me a no. Give so me I can go get a yes. <laughs> Pick a yep. card. Pick a card. You want a no because or a yes? It, it, a it's yes. a fact that the if if you get a no, you're closer to your next yes. Correct. Yes. You oh, are. Yeah. Oh, that is so good, Tim. You know what? That's my biggest takeaway today. Give me a no, so I can go and find my next yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. Well, I, I've got to say it's it's six o'clock in in London time. Thank you so much for being, for coming. Thank you, Derek, for having me again. I love doing the, this show and I love seeing you all and, and your contributions are always top notch. And I've got so many takeaways today. I've got tapping and saying, you know, from earlier and then today, just now, give me a no so I can go and find my next yes. Thank you very much. Thank Esther, you, thanks uh, so much for doing that. Um, just one thing I wanted to pick up. It's very, it's quite brave when you decide to walk out, like uh, Alex said. I remember travelling up to uh, <laughs> Cheshire for Barclays, and uh, this particular client, a big retailer, was renowned for keeping people waiting as part of the uh, negotiation or sales tactics. And we've been talking about it. Well, we're going to leave after 20 minutes. Well, guess what? After 20 minutes, they still hadn't appeared. So I'm chatting up the uh, receptionist and saying we've, we're going to go. And now I'm thinking, am I really going to go? It's taking three hours to get here and it's going to get three hours to get back. And I actually need to talk to them. So I didn't leave, but they did turn up. And Mark, would you record that, please? That um, Esther, because I am all, Esther's already agreed to come back in October or November. <laughs> so I'd like you to ask her that question because I probably won't remember. I definitely will. <laughs> You're embarrassed. I'm so, I'm embarrassed now because I always think that I'm, you know, I'm quite forward and I think that I move things and I, you know, I think I move things forward and go to next steps pretty well. But for some reason, I just can't budge. <laughs> God bless you. I've got to go. Cheers. <laughs> Esther, thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you so Alex. much. Thank you so much for, for, for having me. What a great show. I look forward to the next one, Derek.
Thanks, Esther. And if you're um, watching this on YouTube or the Negotiators post podcast, don't forget to uh, get Esther's book on, uh, on Amazon, which is yes. a great read with all sorts of tips. So thanks, Esther. And we'll uh, catch up soon.